TheItSpot.com. I'm so sleepy, oh so sleepy. I feel sleepy and sleepy and sleepy. And I'm sleepy, cause I hardly can believe I'm not asleep. Do, 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 do. That was beautiful. Thank you. The angelic sounds of the word whore. Coming at you live from... Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Ooh, feedback. Excellent. Our sound quality is very inconsistent. And since that's your department, yeah. you'll have to take the heat for that. Gotta work out the bugs. Yeah. In our new, uh, our semi new setup. What kind of bugs are they? Cockroaches? I don't think even a cockroach could survive the average era of my shorts recording. No, I highly doubt it. Mm, speaking of which, I saw Wally. Really? I loved it a lot. And what did you love about it? Everything. There was nothing not to love. Mm-hmm. That's where I saw a cockroach, I think. Except I don't know if it was a cockroach. It was a bug of some kind that survived... The destruction of the earth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, they, that's that's a common thing where they say that uh, cockroaches mm. could survive, but apparently it's not true. Basically, it's a movie about my dad as a robot. It's a junk-collecting robot. Ah, I mm-hmm. thought it was a Michael Douglas uh, Jr. robot. No, it's animated. Mm. Michael Douglas is not in it. <laughs> so I didn't have to have the heebie-jeebies or anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Did you just come from work? Yes, I did. Did you work hard? I did. Actually, and I, um, I left late one night this week, only to find that it could be, I work in the ghetto, right? Yeah, so, uh, right. So, when I walked out the door... Which corner is yours again? It's uh, near Queen and Parliament. Mm. Figured you'd be a little closer to Church and Jarvis. Mm. Mm. 191 Randall Crescent and I went to um, Pride Day Parade. You just interrupted my story. Oh, I'm sorry. You were moving in slow motion. You leave too many pauses. I can't not talk. It seemed like you were still fiddling with buttons, so... I am. Not yourself, I mean the, the board. <laughs> well, that too. The soundboard. Anyway, the short story is that I walked out the door only to find in the, uh, the door's set sort of in an alcove as many doors are Mm -hmm. and uh in each corner there's big piles of human feces (gasps) how do you know it was human did you because there was a (laughs) did you sniff it (laughs) well i couldn't help but smell it but uh and there was a used toilet paper by it too so some some wow. homeless guy decided that uh where did he get the toilet paper toilet i don't know it's a good question. Well, it's pretty impressive that he even bothered to use toilet paper. I have, you know. Let alone get his hands on some. I always wonder what the homeless do for toilets and toilet paper. They use paper. our door. Your door. I didn't even realize your workplace had a door. I kind of thought you were just on the street corner. Yes, yes. I got that implication. 
I thought it might have been too subtle for you. I thought it went over your head. Yeah. For our listeners, Church and Jarvis house the whores. It housed the whores? They, they housed the whores. The hoes. Yes, I did go to the Pride, so, yes. Pride Day Speaking Parade. Speaking of whores. I did go to the Pride Day Parade, and it was spectacular, and I had a really, really good time, and I got freaking carded in the beer tent, and they wouldn't let me drink. They wouldn't give me a wristband because I had no ID, and it was hysterical. And you went out without ID, why? Oh, because you're a I'm idiot. ancient, because I'm slightly younger than dirt, and I didn't think I needed any. And 191 Randall Crescent was really, really drunk, and he'd been in the beer tent all day, so he kept fighting with all the people that ran the beer tent and trying to <laughs> allow me to drink, and I just got frustrated. So I went to a bar, and I got served, and I waited for everybody else as they drank more expensive beer in the beer tent, and I had a whole patio to myself and cheaper beer. It was fun. And then I saw Courtney Love... She put on a live show in the middle of the parade. Wow. It was spectacular. Of course, they told me it wasn't really her. They said it was a man dressed up as her, but I know she really is a man dressed <laughs> up as a man dressed up as her. Did you show her tits? She did. Mm. She did show her tits. Then it was definitely her. And she did a lot of cocaine on the stage, <laughs> but I don't think she made it herself. No. Mm-mm. That was a while ago, actually. Pride Day was quite a while ago, but yeah. it ju I just had a flashback. No, Randall actually called me, but I was mm. I was working. We had so fun. Go. We had fun. We made asses of ourselves. Well, that's good. And we celebrated. We were proud and loud and here and queer and all that <laughs> and drinking beer. Here, queer, drinking beer, loud, proud, and what rhymes with that? Shroud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some some of the funniest comments I heard during the parade were, well, one one ninety one Randall. Although for the day he pretends he is gay, he is actually straight. So every time he looked at a, a straight girl during the festivities, um, we got a lot of funny comments like, "That's the first time a guy's looked at me all day. Thank you." It's like <laughs> such a perfect place to to pick up chicks. Yeah, well, that's because a, that's we're what just I always completely thought, but I never ignored. Had any luck there? Well, except for you know the. I guess they can spot creepy in the my way. The and... diesel dykes grabbing your ass and stuff. <laughs> Link's little sister and I got to smooch in public. That was fun. Yeah. Usually we have to hide in the broom closet. <laughs> or at least away from Link. You were telling me something about bicycle cops? Yeah, it wasn't really that witty an anecdote. Oh. <clears throat> when I got out of work today, I, I, I saw, I don't know, like the biggest bicycle cop that I've ever seen. It's just an enormous man and his partner was a large heavy set or just big? Just big. Just like, like like semen big? Really, really tall. But like Like as as like basketball player big. Like seven riding, seven feet tall yeah, and broad. Riding this big bike. And his partner was uh, possibly the smallest female cop that I've seen riding a tiny bike That's and it hysterical. was they kinda looked like they were out of some little rascals movie or something. That's weird. A cartoon duo popped into my head, but I don't know who it is. Mutt and Jeff, or uh, maybe it's the big dog and the little dog that jumps around it, kind of like that. The big bulldog and the little yippy dog that jumps all over the place. What are you doing, Spike? What are we doing, Spike? What are we doing, Spike? Remember them? Yes, I do. Mm. 
I keep on this hey, fucking hair. Seaman Foreskin is going to become an RCMP officer, and so we're not allowed to make inappropriate comments about him or mention him on the air anymore. That, yes, I know. <laughs> not, not until he's uh, at least uh, passes passes yeah. passes the bar. No, not bar. Jumps over the bar, hauls himself up Jumps to the, the bar. Shark. So I don't know what happens there, but I think he has to just fit into the hat. Uh, and it's good because which is kind of hard he, with his enormous enormous melon. head, but he does look good in hats if he can ever find a hat that fits him. We celebrated Seaman Foreskin's birthday recently. Yes. Mm-hmm. More celebration, and uh, Big Johnny's birthday's coming up. And yet again, we're talking about all these people that our listeners don't know, and we're going to get shit for it. So no, well, Big stop. Johnny was a caller. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Seaman Foreskin's never been on the air because now he's afraid the government's monitoring every word he utters, which would be very dangerous. So, Maybe we should have uh, Big Johnny on, on the show again. I thought we gave him two tries and three strikes are out, so maybe he gets one more shot. Yeah, no, I kind of like the two strikes policy myself. Oh, two strikes, I'm fine with that. I don't <laughs> like baseball anyway. Mm. It's really weird that I'm drinking beer with uh, ice in it, and it makes a very dulled ice cube sound because my beer has a lot of head. I got it especially for you. Thank you very much. It's very rare that you buy me beer. I think it's happened maybe three times in the whole history of the earth. I'm crunching my can with my forehead like a party animal. <laughs> Woo! Yeehaw! We should maybe liven up a little bit. I just finished work also, and I'm a little draggy. So let's liven, let's, 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 um, drop the needle. Ooh. Or something. Right. Whatever the hip kids are saying these days, and we're so out of the loop, it's not funny. Why? Because we are old. As old almost as dirt. <laughs> Yes, for those of you who have this mental image of the word whore mm. as uh, some 20-year-old, she's actually a little closer to Sue Johansson. However, I do still get carded, and I'm very, very proud. I remember the first time hearing uh, Sex with Sue and thinking, wow, she sounds so hot. She sounds so hot. Except that she was like 110. She really likes her dildos, that woman. Dildos and blowjobs. I've heard her talk about rimming, for God's sake. She's a dirty whore. She is a dirty old hoe, and we love her. I think she's retired from that now. Has she really? That's sad. I hope she's at least still getting it. <laughs> I bet she's uh, very popular with the uh, nursing home set. <laughs> with the octa-de-chang? I can't say it anymore. Octa-changs? Octa-de-tang. Octogenarians. What did we decide that 80-somethings were called? I don't know. I've forgotten my language skills, <laughs> which were so spectacular to begin with. <clears throat> we should maybe read a story. Yes, don't, let's read a story. Don't you think? Looks like a short short. I like short shorts. I wear short shorts. Ba -ba -ba -da -ba 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 -da. I wear shorts. Short shorts. You really shouldn't. Short you really shouldn't wear short shorts. Mm. I've got to, I don't know, go get to. Get some sun. <clears throat> yeah, so I've got to go to like Hanlon's Beach or something and tan because now I'm getting the, the sort of the king of the hill. Uh, 
King of the Hill look? Where, I'm not sure what that means exactly. Well, I'm not. A, I'm not my, a big fan of that show. My head's tan. My arms are tanned, but mm. nothing else is. So I, I got these lines. I can't watch that show because of the kid. The kid gives me the creeps <laughs> really? badly. Yes, wow. Bobby Hill is great. Oh my god! I think I knew that kid when I was a kid, and it just—he uh, gives me the heebie-jeebies a lot, almost as much as Michael Douglas. Almost, not quite. Tonight's submission is from a guy named Josh. That's it? Just Josh? Like Cher? Yeah. I always wanted just a one-name name. Maybe I could get one of those. I thought your name was just whore and you added the word for the show. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot. Hello. Here's a short story submission. It clocks in at 754 words. Oh, very nice. Under. Under the limit that no one ever pays attention to? Yeah, that. I wouldn't consider it an enjoyable story. (laughs) There's a good start. But I hope you guys enjoy reading it. (laughs) Chances are we will. And by the way, no more author bashing. Our authors are very sensitive. (laughs) Well, that's because they're artists. I'm tired of people leaving the forum because we have upset them and offended them. And usually it's you, except I was especially bad with last week's author. I think I was (laughs) a little too mean. And I don't mean to be mean. Because you know it's not in my nature. Of course not. It's called The End of the Movie. I wouldn't call it my best work. I banged it out in about half an hour on a Friday night while my wife did our taxes and told me stupid, unfunny tax deduction stories. But I don't think it's terrible. Your mileage may vary. Is there such a thing as a funny tax story? Uh... Well, the Boston Tea Party, I guess that's pretty comical. (laughs) That's a good good comedy. I always get a good knee slap out of that one. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) And didn't they make a show about it? Cheers or something? Yeah. The story is a... Everybody Uh, knows your name. All the best, the listener. tea bags, yeah. Sorry. Go on. All the best, the listener. Yes, can I claim you guys as a publishing credit if you read my story on air? Absolutely. Absolutely you can. You can't, but you may. Your credentials will be uh, solidified by that action. I know it's done wonders for my credentials. That's Josh, and his little tagline is, Your reality is lies and balderdash, and I'm proud to say that I have no grasp of it whatsoever. I love balderdash. It's one of my favorite games. Baron Munchausen? I love that movie. So do I, except I can never remember it. I could never either, except something about yellow hair and a floating flying boat or something. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. We should watch it again. Who's in that sucker? John Neville plays Baron Munchausen. Okay. He was the well-dressed man in the X-Files. He is a Canadian actor. Of course he is. We like Canadians. No, no. Well, he is. He. I think he's originally British, but he's been in Canada forever in Stratford. Canadians aren't funny. They're just entertaining. (laughs) That's the word on the forum. That's the word in the playpen today. Yes. Eric Idle was also in it. And a bunch of uh, uh, Monty Eric Python Idle. people. I love Eric it's Idle. A, it's a Terry Gilliam movie. The End of the Movie by Josh. A.K.A. The Listener. And they rode off into the sunset. No. They walked off into the sunset. Not quite right either. No, because that should be the end of the story, not the beginning. Josh, what the it's, fuck are you thinking? It's called The End of the Movie. Oh, Okay. I get it. So the end is the beginning, and will it go backward? Because that could really, really confuse me. <laughs> I could get real fucked up. Butter chicken. 
butter chicken burps. Yay. Thank you for sharing. That's delightful. You're welcome. They stumbled out the door. He fell to his knees and threw up, heaved, coughed, tears streaming out of his eyes. And she wasn't much better, holding her arm across her stomach, gritting her teeth against the pain. It was a bad break. She knew that much. They'd hoped it would be like the end of the movie. Confront the bad guy, kick his ass, and ride off into the sunset. But there's no sunset at half past eleven in the morning. There's no ass-kicking of bad guys. Mostly, just of good guys. No one really knew what had started the fighting. Something someone did to someone else in fifth grade. Feelings had been hurt. Friendships had been lost. Oh, this is sad. It's a sad story. It's been a long time since we had a sad story. So sad. So sad. Such a sad, sad situation. No one had forgotten. Was it a stolen bicycle? A broken toy? Or just an insult? Outcast to outcast. They didn't care anymore. The point of the fighting was to prolong the fighting. It was something to be treasured, taken out and enjoyed, then put away for a few months or a few years. I was going to say like a dildo, but the few months or a few years kind of fucked that up. Minutes, maybe. A few minutes. (laughs) A few minutes and a few minutes more. Her name was Tara. She was in love with Robert. Robert had been friends with Leon once upon a time, until fifth grade. But then, wasn't that how these things usually went? People outgrow each other all the time. Robert and Leon hadn't outgrown hating each other. Tara hadn't wanted to fight. She and Robert had come to Leon's house to end it, once and for all, to finally call a truce, go their separate ways, never see each other again. And for all that, Tara had been curious. What was it about Leon that had driven Robert to hate him so much? She never found out. Ooh, it's suspenseful. I'm intrigued. This is the best story we've had in a long friggin' time. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. It's it's almost like I don't want to keep reading it because I don't want it to end. I don't ever want it to end. Have you ever read a book and not turned the last page because you never wanted it to end? No. Me neither. (laughs) Because <laughs> that would be fucking ridiculous. What a colossal waste of time. You're not one of those people who reads the last page first, are you? No, God, no. Uh, I know some people like that. And I, I don't read crazy. the cover of and the description of movies before I rent them either. That drives me crazy. I don't want to know what it's about. And I don't like when people tell me about a movie or tell me if it's good or bad before I see it. I like to go in blank. Prefer to be blank. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Leon was married now to a tiny bird-like harpy of a woman who'd taken one look at Robert and Tara and started to scream. Tiny women are always harpies. Uh, Yeah, they are. Mostly at Robert, but Tara had taken some of it too. What kind of woman would be with a fuck-up like Robert? That sort of thing. A bird-like harpy of a woman. Robert had come to Tara's aid. Ivy, Leon's wife, had come between Robert and Tara. I think it's the cap of this microphone. I think think that's what keeps making the noise. I don't know what kind of cap you mean. It's not wearing one. It's wearing a... Maybe you should... A Jimmy hat. You should probably put a Jimmy hat on it. It might help. The hairs on it tickle my nose. I know you've said that before. 
And they're on your face now. It's kind of creepy. Why is there so much hair on that microphone? There's something very disturbing about that. It's like peach fuzz. I don't know, but I hope and it has nothing to do with a link. It's the color of testicles. Well, obviously of some testicles. Not all. Because <laughs> testicles come in many shades and colors. <laughs> like marbles. Like marbles, exactly. Or, or jawbreakers. Except I'd be really disturbed if some were marbled. <laughs> Could be kind of cool, though. I saw that, a two-tone penis once. That freaked me out. A marbled tattoo on your testicles might be kind of cool. I gotta think about that. That would hurt like a son of a bitch. But it'd be so stylish. As far as stylish testicles go, it would be all the rage. Hold on, my nose is really itchy. And I don't have the fuzzy microphone testicle in my face today. The fuzzy luggage? It is fuzzy luggage, except it's turned the wrong way. Can you make it hang? It sort of hang. I don't think that you'd want me talking into this mic if it was if it was hanging. I don't think you'd like that visual very much. I think I'd find it very comical in the beginning, and then it would disturb <laughs> me deeply. Ivy's knee had jerked upward, and there wasn't a crunch, but Robert's words broke apart and crashed to a halt. His jaw had worked had tried to form words, but there were none. No voice, just a squeak of agony, the thump to the floor, hands cupping his crotch. Uh, hey, what an interesting segue. We were just talking about testicles, and now he's been needing them. It's like this story is mirroring our discussion. It's like magic. <laughs> or just weird science. Tara was fast. Leon was faster. He caught Tara's arm as she brought it around, fist tight. He twisted Tara's arm. Her feet had been set. She couldn't move in time. Her face had gone white as the crunch missing when Robert had been hit jammed its way through Tara's head. Something's missing there. What's wrong? Did you forget a word? I don't... Uh, other than she got hit? Yeah, but something's wrong in there. So very wrong. So very wrong. She screamed! That was very realistic, wasn't it? Actually, it kind of sounded like Bobby Hill screaming. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> Get out! Ivy's shrill voice over Tara's howling. Get the fuck out of my home! It says house, actually. I, it wasn't shrill, either. I should do it again. How do I do shrill? Get out! Get the fuck out of my house! Is that shrill? Yeah, it's shrill enough. Shriller? When you're in the room. It's a shriller! Shriller voice! <laughs> Tara lurched toward Ivy. Leon was still faster. It was a small shove, but it was enough that she tripped over Robert's body, fell on her broken arm, blacked out so fast from the pain that her vision went white first. Ivy was still screaming. Screaming as she knelt on the carpet, blood everywhere, but mostly pooled under Leon's head. Robert was holding Tara up, careful not to touch her broken arm. He was hobbling, the jolting steps jolting through her body. I don't like the use of jolting twice there. No. I have a problem with that. 
the fracture grit. Didn't I just say we weren't going to pick on the authors anymore? What the fuck am I doing? They ask for it. Just by submitting? Yes. Pretty much. The fracture grinding with each step. Wait, how did her arm get broken? I don't remember her arm getting broken, except I know she was gritting through the pain at the very, very beginning onset of the end of the movie story. Beginning. End. <laughs> Middle. Denouement. Is this the climax? Because I'm not feeling it. Tara didn't believe what Ivy was saying. You killed him. You bastard. You fucking killed him. Be more shriller. You killed him. You bastard. You fucking killed him. Oh, that's way better than my shrill. She was lying. She had to be lying. Robert drove away from the house. Tara was in the back seat clutching her wrist, trying not to move. Do a girl you voice. You killed? She saw Robert nod. I just... I hit him. She wouldn't shut up. And you were... And I hit him. As hard as I could. His right hand clamped to the steering wheel, was bruised and scraped. Spatters of what looked like drying blood covered his wrist and arm. Are you... Are you okay? I will be. She watched him touch his crotch. It doesn't hurt so much anymore. That's not what I meant. Tara imagined she was pale with the effort of speaking, the shaking she didn't have to imagine. She could see Robert's eyes in the rearview mirror, liquid eyes full of tears, jaw set, afraid to say anything. No, he said. The car turned onto the highway, heading westbound, toward the hospital. If they couldn't ride off into the sunset, at least they could drive in the right direction. The end. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like a Tarantino movie in 700 words, which probably is all the scripts are. <laughs> Did you watch that piece of shit that you claim to like? You must have watched it, I guess. What the fuck was that? What? That last piece of trash. What, Tarantino? Yeah, yet another movie about bare feet and shit-kicking girls. Oh, the, um... That was absolute and utter garbage. Death proof. Mm-hmm. No, it was, uh, well done. My eyes bled, my ears bled, I hated every second of it. Well, what can I say? You're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> okay, just <laughs> tell, just, tell me what you liked about it. Help me understand. I know it was supposed to be campy. I mm -hmm. understand that. That was not lost on me. But it wasn't even good campy bad acting. It wasn't even good bad acting. Just tell me why it was good. I like the campiness. I like the the style. It was entertaining. I was not entertained. I was waiting for something to happen for the whole thing. And nothing ever happened. It also had a wicked death in it. Which death was wicked? The, uh... The car crash girl? Yeah, well, yeah, three of them in the cage. were in the... No, not in the cage. The three of them in the car, who all die separately, and they play it over and over again, so you see how each one dies. The third one with the tire on the head. Oh, I guess that was kind of okay. <laughs> that was pretty gross. I don't know. And so it's rare that I actually see something in a movie and go, wow, that was gross. <laughs> I didn't think it was that gross, to tell you the truth. And his foot fetish is starting to really get on my nerves. I'm sick of it. 
Because I think feet are yucky. Yeah. And I'm tired of seeing bare naked girl feet. I've just pretty much determined that he's trying to relive what the 70s should have been like for him. So it's all about his fetishes. It's it's girls in 70s style hairstyles backed by 70s music. And it's like he had just a horrible high school experience and he's trying to... He's trying to... Trying to right the wrongs. Yeah, he's trying. But he's just... It's just... He's making his own jerkadex. And we all have to watch it. His own right? jerkadex? His jerkadex. File it in the wankadex. You know what a jerkadex <laughs> is. Well, I know what it is. I, I just never heard it called that before. Well, what else would you call it? It's like the stuff in his head that he's jerking off to. He's putting it on film, and we all have to watch it. Yeah, I, I usually... Like, uh, I'm surprised we haven't been forced to sit through... I call through. it the, the jerk bank, although I might have just got that from Keith and the girl. Uh, I like the uh, the Odex, but jerk isn't what I usually use in front of it, and now I've lost the... I think it's wankadex. Wankadex. I like that. <laughs> it's like a Rolodex, only instead of for rolling, it's for wanking. <laughs> There's not much in my Rolodex, because there's not much... I roll. <laughs> Do you want to make a phone call? Okay, that's probably a good idea, because I'm not making much sense. All I can picture are feet. I hate feet. Feet are, feet are yucky. We're joined in the air at my short studio right now by 191 Randall Crescent. What's up, dirtbags? <laughs> dirtbags? That's something Link would call our listeners. Yeah. You're not Link, you're you. You are you. You be you. <laughs> yes. You be you. I was telling Buttons that we went to um, Pride Day Parade. We did. At, with your brother. Yeah. Who is now a professional Ultimate Challenge fighter guy. <laughs> MMA. MMA. What does MMA stand for? Mixed Martial Arts. Mixed Martial Arts. Yes. It's got a big fight coming up. Not to be confused with Mixed Marriage. No. Mixed marriage adultery would be another MMA. abbreviation for MMA. <laughs> or what's the long form of abbreviation? Long form? Yes, that. Maybe. Abbreviation. So, abbreviation. So, so your brother has a fight coming up, and we're all going to go see it. Yeah, it's in Quebec. It's in Hull. Which is Quebec, yes. Is that the same thing? I didn't know Quebec had more than one name. <laughs> it's a city. It's across the street. It's Quebec's across, not across a the city. river from uh, Quebec City's from a city, but what? Ottawa's part of our country. Across the river in Quebec, there's a place called Hull. Quebec is part of our country. No, too. <laughs> Ottawa is part of our country. Quebec is part of Hull. <laughs> the other way around. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah. The place we want to shift off into the ocean. Gulf stream whatever it is the river (laughs) the ones who speak French the only the only good thing they ever gave us was poutine it is delicious it is delicious it's the best hangover cure I crave poutine every time I have a hangover now remember when we yeah that is every day remember when we got the chicken finger special at the diner and the poutine was bigger than it was a bucket it was a bucket so tell us about your brother's fight, real quick. Yeah, it's a big fight, July 26th in Gatineau Hall. First debut, big fight, 3,000 people. 
It's his virgin fight, right? It is. Well, professionally, yeah. And he's getting his paid. maiden voyage. Of he's no, getting sorry. paid to fight. Yeah, he's getting paid to what he used to get in shit for doing. Exactly. <laughs> it's so awesome. That's true. He used to get arrested for it, and now he's getting paid for it. It's so awesome. I think it's he found his true calling. When are you going to find your true calling? I thought I did already. What's the going rate? Oh, right. Oh, did I tell you about our escort service? We're getting totally ripped off. Your escort service? Yeah, I've been pimping Randall out. You didn't know this? What, is this a result of the uh, Pride uh, Day? No. Uh, no, no, no. No, it has nothing to do with that. He's decided he's straight again. Yeah, once again. Finally. Now that Link's left town, you know. Yeah. Without the wife around, he's free to be straight. Exactly. No more spooning. No more facing that greasy pile of hair. Um. <laughs> no more dirty whisker rubs in the crotch vicinity. Yes, I miss those. I bet you do. <laughs> what else is going on? Feeling a little under the weather. I think all the boozing is catching up. Um, how so much I'm... boozing have you been doing? Oh, too much. I'm, I'm stealing buttons, rum, so... Better. I told you not to tell him that. Mm. The cure for too much I, boozing I to, is uh, more booze. I had to beat him off from your uh, beers. You beat yeah. him off? <laughs> yeah, quick. <laughs> I don't know when I, that I happened. I beat him off for a beer. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that happened because you were out of the room for only five seconds. So oh, It doesn't yeah. take long. Mm. Those smooth hands of his. <laughs> but they're tiny hands. Yeah. So they make your he stuff look use, bigger. You had to use two. You had to use both. Little button hands. <laughs> they, they're like women's hands. Yeah, Short they felt, fingers. They felt the same. <laughs> I closed my eyes. Is it true that if you use your wrong hand, it feels like somebody else? Because I don't think that's possible. No, it doesn't work. But if you sit on it on your hand long enough, and then do it. Hey, what have you done? <laughs> oh, you have to make your hand fall asleep. Yeah. That's smart. I never thought of that. <laughs> but then doesn't your hand not work anymore very well? Yeah, you get it to work. I'll have to try that. <laughs> what about oven mitts? I don't know. Didn't somebody call us and say they used oven mitts? Or somebody we called said they did? Or a sock? Um, I think it was 88 Fingers <laughs> Willie was using something really weird, like oven mitts or something. Or a sock. I think a sock. Socks, oh, no, he spooged in a sock because his girlfriend caught him. A warm peach? Cut a hole in it, put it in the microwave. <laughs> what about banana peel? I saw that on a movie. How we get back no, it was in that. It was in fruits. that. <laughs> yeah, well, like... Link Link has sex with vegetables. I think you're more of a fruit guy. Yeah. Fruit flies are a bit of a pain in the ass. <laughs> no, I saw banana peel on a show. Um, Cantaloupe was, would on that watermelon mm. would be better. You think? <laughs> Maybe maybe mango. Wait, you have to you have to <laughs> infuse your watermelon with booze before and then, you and then fuck it. Up. I have to get it. Drunk you gotta first. get the watermelon drunk first because it's just not up for it otherwise. Yeah, that's fantastic. It's that's, great. It's a real credit to your race. You're a night elf, aren't you? <laughs> you're, you're a night elf. Yes. Last I checked. Don't start talking about that. Sex with fruit. Mm. I'd rather be fucking a watermelon. A drunk one. A drunk one. Can't believe you have to get your fruit drunk before it'll fuck you. 
It's okay, baby. I don't mind that you're seedless. <laughs> I have to get most people drunk. I think seedless me. would be the preference, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, who knows? It may kind of like work. Ribbed for my yeah. pleasure. Ribbed. <laughs> I don't know. Bumpy? I think I think Ooh. seeds would be kind of weird. And what if you got one stuck in that urethra? Yes. <laughs> How do you explain <laughs> that at the hospital? It would be yeah. kind of like uh, one watermelon seed wedged in the end of your dick, and you have to go to the emergency room. Kind of like genital warts or yeah. something. Ooh, ribbed. I I think the whole the, new meaning to ribbed. Seated for your pleasure. Oh, it's not good. That's it's not gross. good. I think I think you should stay away from watermelons from now on. I'll try. You should. You really should. Although that is a great way to take booze to an outdoor concert. In a watermelon. Yeah. You inject it. Syringe booze in there. Yes, I've heard Lots and that. lots and lots and lots then of booze. you take booze. it to the bathroom. Why do you take it to the bathroom? To fuck it. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you could fuck it right there. What What difference yeah, does what, it make? In the, in the porta potties? Sure. Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> Nobody wants to spend that amount of time in a porta potty. No. Especially at a festival. If you're just sitting there with a watermelon on your lap, who would know the difference? You just look like a guy with a watermelon on his lap. Bouncing up and down. <laughs> making, making, making funny yeah. faces. I getting love his, these guys. Getting they his rock. groove on. Oh, who wants oh, a slice oh, of watermelon? Oh. <laughs> Ew, you don't eat it after. You can't eat it after. That's just well, I wrong. Won't. You just cut around that area. Yeah, just cut it off. That's the bad spot. It's like moldy bagel or something. No, but then it would be infused with booze and jizz. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the end of the night, anyway. Same difference. Exactly. So well, so what's going on? You're going to catch a train and and um, your mom's going to make you dinner? You're no, so spoiled. I know. When are you going to grow up and get a place of your own? Never. S spread your wings. Get out of the nest. <laughs> I love it. It's so unfair. Nobody makes me dinner. I'll make you dinner. I heard you can cook, but I don't believe it for a second. Well, all kinds of people make me dinner. Yeah, yeah that, they're called Taro. restaurants. <laughs> they're called restaurants. Yeah. Chefs. Doesn't count. <sighs> okay, I don't... Randall's yeah. just sitting here going, why am I in here again? Because <laughs> I dragged him in because I was too lazy to dial the phone. I'm tired of the phone. It's complicated. <laughs> All right, well, why don't we finish... Yeah, let's let him catch his train. And can you you tell your mom that I feel like roast beef, mashed potatoes, and, and poutine? poutine. <laughs> can you have mashed potatoes mm. and poutine at the same time? Why not? Awesome. Life is good. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. See you guys. Thanks for visiting us, 191 <laughs> Randall, whatever your name is. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. We are out of here. Buy our stuff. Go to uh, cafepress.com slash air out my shorts. Air out my shorts. Buy yourself a, a G-string or something. Mm. I don't think they can do that. Oh, yeah, they can. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. And t-shirts. In a way. And stuff. I wonder if any boys have bought the thong. Probably. Thanks for listening. Uh, we
we might be back in your ears sometime soon again. Caller audio comment line. If we feel like it. At 30576 shows. That's 30576 shows and then shows me your watermelon. Drunken watermelon. Spooch. Hell with more seeds for your pleasure. Bye. Hasta la vista. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network.